Welcome to the Gas Street Podcast. Our vision as a church is to be light for the city. We really hope you enjoy this message. If we've not met, my name is Martha. I'm the kids pastor here at Gas Street. And I've actually brought someone along today who I love because I thought, you know, we're thinking about love. So I'll bring someone along who I love, who's a big part of my life, has been for a long time. I love them a lot. Can we have a drum roll whilst I get him out? Which might be a clue. Right, drum roll, please. Here we go. Here he is. Okay, hold on. He's not looking his best, I would say. Sorry. Okay, this is Big Dog. I know, it's a good name. This is Big Dog. You can call him Biggie for short if you get to know him. And he is my childhood soft toy and my adulthood soft toy. We are best friends. I love him so much. We do everything together. We go on holiday together. We watch TV together. Biggie is my best friend and I love him a lot. Does anybody else have a soft toy that they really love? Yes. Any adults? Yes. Okay, few. Fantastic. So, Biggie is going to sit here. And what I would say about Biggie is he's definitely well-loved because he doesn't even sit up properly anymore because he's missing all of his stuffing. Anyway, um, he is very easy to love. And I think the reason that Biggie is easy to love is because he's not real. And so because he's not real, he can't really do anything that makes me sad or that hurts me. He can't let me down. I don't really find him annoying because he's not real. And so that means that he is very easy to love. Now, I bet we know in this room that sometimes people are really easy to love and other times loving people is a bit more tricky. Sometimes love is really easy and sometimes love is really tricky. And in a moment, we are going to have a look at the Bible and have a look at what Jesus has to say about love. But before we do, does anybody here love Lego? Any fans of Lego? Okay, Louis, are you feeling brave? Do you want to come up? I've got some Lego for you to build. Here you go. Okay, here it is in a very fancy sandwich bag. I'm going to give you that. If you could just have a seat just around there and just get building, and I'll come back and check on you in a moment. Is that all right? You've lost your sunglasses, but no worries. Perfect. All right, Louis going to do that, and we are going to hear from the Bible, and Hillel is going to come and finish his sweets and then come and give us our Bible reading. And so our Bible reading is from the book of John, and it is Jesus giving instructions to his disciples, who are his special friends, the people who follow him, and he is giving them instructions about what they should do about love. So, Hillel, do you want to come up and give us our Bible reading? Have you finished your sweets? Good. All right. A new, a new commandment I give to you, that I love one another. As I have loved you, you are also to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. John 13, 34 to 35. Well done. That was seriously impressive. <laughs> Thank you, Hillel, superstar. Okay, so can anyone count how many times is the word love in that Bible reading? Anyone do a quick count and show me with your fingers. How many times? One, two, three, four, exactly, four times the word love features. Now, a lot of you will know this, but the Bible was not originally written in English. It was written in the language of the New Testament. Greek, oh, 
Greek. Anyway, um, Greek. And the word that gets used for love here is this word agape. Because in Greek, there are lots of different words for love to describe the lots of different types of love that there are. And the word that Jesus uses four times here is this word agape. Can everybody say agape? Okay, and agape means love, but it doesn't mean kind of an ordinary type of love. Agape is the biggest form of love there is. It is the word that gets used to describe the love that God has for us. So, just some good news for all of us here today is that God loves you with the biggest love there is, which is really good and really exciting. Where agape gets a little bit trickier is that Jesus is saying that we need to show that same big agape love to others. And I don't know about you, but I know that sometimes I find it a little bit tricky to love people when they've hurt us, when they've let us down, when they're mean to us, when they're not kind. That is when love can be really tricky. Now, talking of tricky things, Louis, how are we getting on? Is it tricky? Why is it tricky? Is there something you're missing? What would help? Um, a picture. A picture? Would a picture help? Okay, shall I see if I can find the picture? Hold on. You are right. Picture typically. Ah, will this help, Louis? Amazing. Can we have it on the screen? Have we got... Oh, okay. That's what Louis's aiming for, just to let you know. He's, he's working very hard down here. And Louis is absolutely right. When we are doing Lego or jigsaws, if that's more your sort of thing, or baking, a picture is really helpful for us. Because what it means is that when we get stuck, or when we're not quite sure what to do next, or we're like, oh, this is too hard, why am I doing this? We can go back to the picture and use that to help us. And in the same way, Jesus gives us this somewhat tricky task of loving one another with this big agape love, but he doesn't leave us on our own, like I've done with Louis and the Lego. He gives us a picture to help us. And the picture that Jesus gives us is the cross. The cross is the perfect example of what it looks like to put love in action. And the cross wasn't easy. It was tricky. It was painful. It was a horrible way to die. But despite that, Jesus chose the cross and he chose it as a way to show that he loves us. On the cross, he put love in action. He didn't just say that he loved us, he showed us. Now, in Gastric Kids, hands up if you're part of Gastric Kids. Where are my Gastric Kids friends? There we go. In Gastric Kids, we talk about something called the one thing, which is this idea with a very imaginative name that if you only remember one thing from that week, we want you to remember this. And so our one thing for today, if we could have it on the screen, is love can be tricky, but love has power. That's not our one thing. Love can be tricky, but love has power. Can you turn to the person next to you and say, love can be tricky, but love has power? <laughs> Wonderful. And this is what we see in the story of the cross. We see a love that was costly and sacrificial, that wasn't easy, but we see a love that has power. And we know the power of the cross. The power of the cross is that we are now free. We're forgiven. We can be friends with God. The stuff that used to get in the way, sin and death and bad stuff, that has lost its power. The cross is our picture. It's our perfect example 
of what it looks like to love. And if we put our Bible verse from John back up, Jesus says, just as I have loved you, you are also to love one another. And this can be really difficult, but Jesus wants us to follow his example. And he wants us to follow it knowing that as we do, love has power. Love has power to change schools, workplaces, your home, relationships, friendships, situations. When we choose to love, when we choose to show Jesus' big sacrificial love to the world, there is power. So how do we do it? Well, with our Lego, we've got a picture and we've got instructions. Are the instructions helpful, Louis? Yes? Great. And in the same way, in the Bible, we get instructions um, of what it looks like to put love in action. And so in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13, this is a book that is full of reminders for the church. We get a list that works as instructions, as a reminder of what it looks like to love. And so it says this, it says, love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous, it does not brag, and it is not proud. Love is not rude, is not selfish, and does not become angry easily. Love does not remember wrongs done against it. The word that gets used here lots and lots of times is that same word for love that we learnt earlier, which was? Agape. You were listening. And these are helpful instructions for what it looks like for us to put that big agape love in action. Now again, that can be really tricky. Hands up and my hand is going straight up. If you know that sometimes you are not super good at being patient or kind, you get jealous easily, you get angry quickly, you keep a mental list of all the annoying things that someone did against you, and when they do the next one, you add it on. I know that I am like that. But if the worship team want to come back up, I've got one more thing to say which is that, yes, love in action can be tricky, but it's not something that we have to do on our own. We don't have to strain and work really hard to try and do it. In Jesus' kindness, he gives us uh, the picture of the cross to help us. He gives us instructions like the ones in 1 Corinthians 13, and he goes one step further. He doesn't leave us to it like I've done with Louis and the Lego. How is it, by the way? Is it... It's tricky. It is tricky. Do you want to take it back to your seat? You've done a fantastic job. Can we have a round of applause for Louis? I, I have not set Louis up for a win there, but Jesus doesn't do that with us and this task that he gives us. Actually, what he gives us is a Lego master. Someone who knows exactly what to do. Someone who, when we're sat and we're stuck and we don't know where the next piece of Lego goes, they say, oh, that one goes there. Try it like this. Why don't you do it this way? Jesus gives us the Holy Spirit who comes alongside us, who helps us, who, when we're in a situation where it feels way too hard to love and we have no idea what to do, we can call on the Spirit to come and help us, knowing that he will come and help. Jesus knows from the cross that putting love in action can be really tricky, but he also knows that there is power as we do it, and he doesn't leave us on our own. He gives us someone to help. And so what we're going to do now is we are going to respond to 
this task that Jesus gives us of putting love in action. And what we've got are these postcards that I think our wonderful youth are going to start giving out. And these postcards have the verse from 1 Corinthians, which is like our instructions of what it looks like to put love in action. And what we would encourage you to do is with the people you're sat with or on your own, with your grown-ups, whoever you want to do it with, to just take a moment to read the verse or have someone read it to you and then to see which words stand out. You might want to circle a word. You might want to write something on the back. You're going to think about what you are going to do this week to put love in action. It might be that you are going to try really hard this week to be super patient with your brothers and sisters or with your children or with the people you work with. You might decide to be kind to people who aren't normally kind to you. You might try to not get angry as easily. There might be a particular situation where you think it's really hard to put love in action. You might want to write about that on the back of here. And as we do this, the band are going to sing over us and we're just going to take a moment to respond and think about how we can put love in action this week. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. If you want to find out more, visit our website gastric.org or follow us on Instagram at Gastric Church.